Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everyone. I'm Meg Teets, and this is Sort of Awesome. Hello and welcome back, Awesomes. You are listening to the show that is all about helping you be smart, strong, and social. We are in your earbuds every single week with all the awesome that you need to know. And you can find us on Instagram at Sorta Awesome Show or over on Facebook in our Sorta Awesome Hangout group. This is episode 247 of Sorta Awesome. And before we get started on this week's episode, I wanted to take a minute to just kind of acknowledge the fact that both in the United States, where we are based, and throughout the world, this is a time that is really like no other. Just as many of us were really continuing to cope with and deal with the, of course, global pandemic and quarantine and navigating how life is going to look this summer. Then, of course, in the past few weeks, we've had a great deal of upheaval in our country, in the United States having to do with matters of racial tension, the Black Lives Matter movement, experiencing a resurgence as people are pushing back against racial injustices in this country. So we want to acknowledge that all of that is happening and we are very much tuned in to what is happening. In fact, because we have a community that is made up of people who are smart and strong and social, we know that you guys also are engaging in these big issues. And so we kind of deliberated I thought for a long time about whether or not we should go ahead with a regular episode this week or not, and ultimately decided that we wanted to put together a regular sort of awesome because we do know that so many of you are engaging in work right now that can be very exhausting and emotional. A big part of engaging in that kind of work is also being able to take time to rest and recover so that you can get back out into the work that you want to accomplish. And so We hope that you all are taking breaks. And as you are taking a break, we hope that you'll spend time with us, just some familiar voices to hang out with. We're talking about the summer, which again is going to be a summer unlike any that many of us have experienced. So that's us this week. We acknowledge that it is a little bit awkward, but we are still here for you and we are still here with you. In fact, I'm joined this week by my very dear friend, my longtime co-host, who is here with me. Both of us were just talking off mic about how we are just, you know, feeling a little awkward about how to do all of this, but we're here with you, Rebecca Hoffer. Hello. And how are you? Hello, Meg. Hi. Yes, I am here. I am excited to do this episode. 
I think it's going to be good for us. I think so too. I think so too. And truly we do, regardless of things that are happening in the bigger picture, all of us are still living our lives at home, navigating life with family and friends and those types of things. That's not going away. So we wanted to say, hey, you know what? It's still summer. So let's do a summer list. It's not going to be like probably our usual summer lists, but we still think that it is worth going out and discovering the things that can be awesome about summer. 2020. And so that's what we've put together. We've been doing our seasonal lists for years. It's some of our favorite episodes. So we're going to get to all of that. We do have 10 things to share with you that even though we have no idea what summer is going to look like, we hope and believe you can enjoy this summer. We're going to get to all of that in just a few minutes. But first, let's go ahead and start this show the way we always do with our awesomes of the week. It's that moment in the show where we stop and talk about the books or TV shows, the movies, podcasts, products, Whatever it is that's making life a little more awesome right now. And Rebecca, what do you have for us this week? Okay, my awesome of the week is the original makeup eraser that I first discovered in a FabFitFun box that I got. And Meg, you have one of these, don't you? Yes, I do. Yes. I love this thing. So what it is, is it is a cloth that has completely replaced my disposable makeup wipes. It's a reusable cloth. It's machine washable. And you use it just like you would a regular disposable makeup wipe. At the end of the day, all you have to do is you just get it wet and then you just rub it all over your face and the makeup just comes off. Even waterproof makeup, it comes off. It's magical. I don't know how it works so well with just water, but I absolutely love it. When I unboxed this, I did a FabFitFun unboxing. And when I pulled this out, I got so many DMs on my Instagram stories about people raving about this makeup eraser and with such good reason. So it's $20 on Amazon. It's not actually a microfiber cloth. That's what you might think that it is. But instead, it's this soft polyester blend. You know how microfiber can have a bit of that abrasive feel to it almost sometimes? I think some people can be kind of sensitive to the texture of yes. some microfiber, right? Yeah. In fact, when you said it's not a microfiber cloth, I experienced an actual full body shiver thinking about <laughs> washing my face with microfiber. I might pass out just thinking about how <laughs> horrible <laughs> that would feel. I like to use microfiber cloths for cleaning my house, but I am one of those people that the sensation, the touch, it skews me out. I still do it but not on my skin. I know. There's just something about it that just doesn't feel right. Well, this is not that. This is 100% not that. It is super soft and fluffy. It's almost like you would expect like a really soft throw blanket to feel like. And somehow it magically takes all the makeup off your face. So one side is just for makeup removal. And then the other side is actually for exfoliating. Do you use it much for exfoliating? Do you do that on a regular basis? No, I have other exfoliating type things that I like, other products and stuff like that. But I do know that that is one of the things that you can do with it. So, yeah. Yeah, I've only used the exfoliating side maybe like two or three times. It's not really part of my regular rotation. But the other side, what I do with it, because it's machine washable, I kind of start at one end of it and you just kind of work your way down the cloth until it gets all filled up with your makeup. You just move on to another clean spot. And then you just throw it in the washing machine and it is as good as new. And I feel so good using it because A, it's super soft on my face. B, it's saving me money because I'm not having to buy disposable wipes. 
And C, it's good for the environment because I can reuse it again and again and again instead of creating waste. So the original makeup eraser, grab it on Amazon, highly recommended. It's so great. It is so soft. It really is. Really just a nice treat at the end of the day or whenever you're washing your face. So, okay. Well, my awesome of the week this week is sort of building on a past awesome of the week for me. I have mentioned before on this show that one of my awesomes of the week was the Instagram account, Black Coffee with White Friends. It's been a while since I mentioned that account, but I have continued to love it. I know so many of you have gone and found that account. It's run by a woman named Marcy Walker and have really appreciated learning from her, her leadership. One thing I love about Marcy's account, and this, I talked about this, I raved about it when I first mentioned it as an awesome of the week in the past, is that Marcy, she does this great job of bringing in all kinds of materials. So poetry, essays, music, artwork, old photographs. I mean, she has an expansive knowledge of culture and she does a beautiful job of bringing it all together to help all of us learn and be inspired, especially a lot of things from the past and especially Black history in our country. And so she launched a while ago a project that she's calling the Mockingbird History Lessons. And she launched it through Patreon. So I signed up so quickly to do this because, again, I just love her view on the world. She's incredibly gifted at teaching in a way that is so inspiring. So I signed up for it. This is my awesome of the week this week because I want to point you guys towards it in a very specific way that what she does throughout the month is she writes these history lessons and they are really super interactive in the sense that she kind of gives an overview. And her big thing is like we can learn so much when we approach topics with curiosity. And so she asks a lot of questions and provides a lot of resources that you can go check out. So if you just have a little bit of time to engage with what she's written, you can just read through her lesson. It's very, very digestible. Like she does it in a super approachable way. But if you want to dig a little deeper, she has links to documentaries and TED Talks and other essays to go read and books to check out. There is so much that she does with her Mockingbird history lessons. One thing that I admire Marcy so much that she's done. She wants to get this into the hands of people. So she provides all of this material and she has different levels that you can donate at starting at the $1 level, but everybody gets the same material when you sign up. So whether you're supporting it at a dollar a month or $10, you get the wow. same material. Isn't that amazing? It's so generous of her. That's really awesome. Yes. She's so passionate about her work. And like I said, she just wants to get this material into people's hands. So the reason that I am pointing you guys towards this specifically right now is because one of her goals with creating the Mockingbird History Lessons, which right now are written for adults and kind of young adults, like I feel like it's totally appropriate for definitely high school and above. But one of her goals is that she wants to create a history curriculum specifically for kids. In Patreon, you know, you can create like a goal, like if I get to this number of patrons, then this will happen. So she has created a goal that if she gets to 750 patrons, that she can then begin creating the Mockingbird History Lessons for Kids. And right now she's at about 500. And so I just want to point the awesomes over there. We will totally have a link in the show notes for this to go be part of this movement. And in the month of June, she's really focusing on highlighting helpers because, you know, that very famous line from Mr. Rogers, when bad things are happening, look for the helpers. And so throughout the month of June, I think she's even pausing her regular syllabus that she had planned 
to really highlight and focus on people who throughout history and right now are helpers. So you will not be disappointed if you do get signed up. But I would love for the awesomes to kind of tip her over the edge to where she is funded to where she'll start writing these history lessons for kids. So again, this is the Mockingbird History Lesson Project from Marcy Walker of Black Coffee with White Friends. It is on Patreon, and I will have a link for you guys to check out in the show notes. So those are our Awesomes of the Week this week. And we, of course, want to hear what's awesome in your life. So please do come find us on social media where we will be sharing those as we always do on Instagram at Sorta Awesome Show and over on Facebook in the Sorta Awesome Hangout group. If you haven't joined us, please come find us over there at facebook.com slash groups slash Sorta Awesome Hangout. Hey, Awesomes, as you know, we are longtime fans of Legacy Box. Legacy Box is a super simple mail-in service to have all of your home movies and pictures digitally preserved on a thumb drive, DVD, or in the cloud. So a few weeks ago, we were joking with our superstar awesome about how my husband Kyle has finally found the end of Netflix. He feels like he has seen everything that's good to watch on there. And maybe you and your family are feeling the same way. I mean, we all have been at home for a long time at this point. So why not watch something a little bit more meaningful than Netflix, like your old home movies? You could totally break out that box full of films and camcorder tapes. And while you're at it, have them converted to DVD or digital. Tackling this at-home project is such a fun way to keep you busy and it's on sale. Of course, I've told you how we had our wedding album converted from the prints that we had into digital format so that our kids can enjoy looking at the album itself now, but those memories are going to be captured for years to come. And of course, since we don't have the negatives or even a CD with the originals, I mean, we got married a long time ago, you guys. It was just so comforting to get those updates of the process all along the way. Legacy Box is a way for you to easily and affordably digitally preserve your past. Their team digitizes everything by hand. When you get it back, you get to enjoy it all over again with your family. Now, you guys, to brighten your day, Legacy Box is currently offering an incredible 40% off. Buy today to take advantage of this exclusive offer and just send it in whenever you're ready. Go to LegacyBox.com awesome and save 40% off while supplies last. Awesomes, you know that we are all about healthy self-care and daily routines to take care of ourselves. And since we're so big on finding the awesome in the everyday, you know that we totally believe that whatever you're using to get ready for the day should make you feel amazing. So if you haven't already, it's time for you to meet Billy. At Billy, they have recreated the everyday essentials by delivering premium razors and high-performing body care directly to you. This means no visits to the drugstore, no breaking the bank, and you're not going to pay a pink tax on these products. They know women shouldn't pay more for their body care just because they're women. So go to MyBilly.com to get their starter kit for just $9. It's going to include their award-winning razor, two refill blades, and a magnetic holder that keeps your razor safe and dry. And Billy is out to change more than just the way you shave. They have just released three completely clean must-have products for you to add to your routine lip balm dry shampoo and face wipes it's the perfect time to stock up of course now we're getting into the summer months so lots of us are thinking about shaving our legs a little bit more often i have to tell you guys i didn't have to shave for days after using my billy razor so check it out for yourself go to mybilly.com to meet the razor that made everyone start talking about razors and to express a little extra love for sort of awesome go to mybilly.com slash awesome it's a small way you can support us while getting the best 
razor you will ever own. It's just $9 to get your starter kit plus free shipping always. So go to mybilly.com slash awesome. All right, Rebecca, each of us have thought about what is going to be fun this summer. What can we do with our kids, with our friends, our neighbors? What can we do for ourselves this summer? Even though there's a lot of question marks about this summer. Will we be at home? Maybe. Will swimming pools be open? I don't know. (laughs) Will anybody be going to camp? Who knows? So there's so many question marks, but it is still the summer season. So Rebecca, why don't you kick us off with your first thing on your list for summer 2020? The first thing on my list is a swimsuit that I discovered last summer that really made me feel confident. And if there's anything that we as women need when we are at the pool or walk on the beach, it is to feel confident. So this swimsuit is by the company Holly Pick. It's a tankini. It ranges in size from extra small up to size 20. It's around $30 on Amazon. It's a tankini that comes with boy shorts and a ruffled top. I love it because the ruffled top is not super cleany, but yet I also don't feel like I'm wearing a potato sack. Does that make sense? Mm. Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yes. Nobody wants to feel schlumpy when they're, you know, sitting poolside for sure. So, yeah. Yeah, I think the boy shorts are like, they're modest, but yet a little bit sexy. And the ruffled top makes me kind of just not think about a clingy swimsuit. Like, I'm not even worrying about it. I'm able to focus on my kids. I'm able to focus on relaxing. And the swimsuit comes in lots of different patterns and color options. I went with the black and white polka dotted option. So it's a black and white polka dotted top. And then the bottoms are black boy short bottoms. Now, one thing that I want to point out as a little bit of tip to the awesomes is that I actually ordered two of these last summer. So I ordered the black and white one, but I also ordered a navy and white polka dot top. What I found, though, is that the underside of the fabric, because these aren't like super expensive suits. I mean, it's only like $30. They're not super high end at all. (laughs) They're like the opposite of high end swimsuits. So the underside was white. So it was a white fabric on the bottom of the white top as well as on the bottom of the navy top, which is okay. Unless like the wind blows and like your little ruffles on the top like move or the water's like floating things around and the ruffles are moving. It looks like a mistake on the navy suit. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. And it's a very interesting (laughs) design choice there. (laughs) So I only ordered the navy suit and the white one. So I don't know if it's a white bottom fabric on all of them. But that is something that I would keep in mind if you're ordering, because on the white suit, if the fabric moves and you see more white fabric, it doesn't look like a mistake. But on the navy one, you're like, wait, what is that? Why is your navy swimsuit suddenly white in that spot? I don't know. It's just a tip that I would make you aware of that when I was trying to decide, do I want to buy the navy one or do I want to buy the white one? I was like, well, this white one makes so much more sense because these ruffles are moving and I don't like the way that looks. So that's my tip to you. It's the Holly Pick Tankini. You can get it on Amazon. Link in the show notes. Super comfortable yet modest swimsuit. You won't look like a sack of potatoes. That's my goal. (laughs) 
If you do want to look like a sack of potatoes, then we fully give you permission to embrace the potato sack, if that's your jam. (laughs) Okay, well, first thing on my list also has to do with summer and kind of that poolside beachy look that a lot of us don't want to mess with the hairdryer, the straightening iron, the curling iron, any of that stuff in the summer. It's already hot. Nobody wants to do that. So a lot of women will wear their hair a little wavy, a little curly if they have that natural wave and curl. So I found a great spray for you guys. It's by a company called Naughty, N-O-U-G-H-T-Y. Naughty is the company and it's their Hello Curls Spray. And you can spray this on your hair when it's wet and scrunch your hair up. It's gonna give you just that beachy look that you're looking for. Now, Rebecca, you and I, we tend to do more curly girl stuff maybe some more gels and more product. I even have been using this lately because I kind of just like to take a break from the curly girl routine as well. Because even though you know, Rebecca, curly girl, on the one hand, it can be really easy because, you know, you don't wash your hair very often. You put your products in like one time, hopefully it'll last you for a few days. But sometimes it just is a little bit much, you know, and especially in the summer, we're kind of looking for shortcuts and the easy thing to do. I understand completely. (laughs) So whether you're taking a break from the blow dryer and the curling iron or the straightening iron, or if you're taking a break from Curly Girl, which I kind of have been doing. Also, my daughter, Daisy, who really likes Curly Girl and wants to have curly hair, but she just really doesn't have a lot of natural curl and wave to work with. She's been using this. Actually, she's the reason why I put this on my list, because she's been using this on her hair instead of trying to do gels and scrunching and all of that. She's just been spraying it on her hair after her shower and giving it a scrunch. And she has the best beachy waves look going on right now. And her hair naturally is pretty straight. So even if you're like, oh, I could never do summer waves, give this spray a try. You might be surprised. The company is Naughty. The spray is called Hello Curls. It is for curly wavy hair. It says what it says on the thing. I think you could do it even if you have just a little bit of wave. No parabens, no sulfates, no silicones. It is vegan-friendly, cruelty-free, It's a great spray. I'll put a link in the show notes for you guys. Excellent. Okay, so next on my list is making homemade jam. Meg, do you ever make your own jam? I don't make my own jam, although I love when somebody gives me a jar or two or three of homemade jam, but I've never made it myself. I'm too scared that I'll blow up the kitchen or something. (laughs) Excellent. You are my target audience because I am here to tell you guys that making homemade jam is not nearly as frightening as you might think that it is. It's not nearly as hard. You're certainly not going to blow up your kitchen. And so I'm going to debunk some myths for you. So first of all, I just use the recipe that comes in the box of pectin. I use the SureGel brand. And pectin is the powder that you put into your jam mixture that makes it set. It gives it the thickness that it needs. And there are more natural options that you can sweeten with honey or like other kinds of sweeteners and other things. I don't mess with that. I'm just going to be honest. I like being a little bit more natural, but this is something where I'm just like, just throw in all the sugar. It's going to be fine. We're not eating this by the spoonful. We're smearing it on bread. It's going to be okay. So I use the SureGel brand, and then each box comes with a pretty hefty packet of all these instructions for every different kind of jam that you would possibly want to make. So 
So I make strawberry jam every year and I make peach jam. There's also a recipe in there for raspberry that is super, super good. My sister gave me some just recently. That was really amazing. But here's where it gets a little bit intimidating. The instructions that come in the box give you multiple options for jam. It gives you a cooked jam recipe option and it gives you a freezer jam recipe option. And when you're looking through and trying to decide which one you want to make, as you're reading through the instructions, the cooked jam recipe calls for canning it. And I think that's where probably a lot of people are like, well, no, I am 100% not interested in canning. I don't know how to can. That's where you might feel intimidated that you're going to like do something wrong, blow up your kitchen. And I'm here to tell you that you can do the cooked jam recipe and then stop (laughs) when it gets to the part that it says that you're supposed to can it. Instead, let the jam sit out on your counter for at least a full 24 hours so that it sets properly, so that it cools down all the way. And then you can just put it in your freezer, just like the freezer jam recipe. Okay. Huh. I never knew. (laughs) So that's what I do. I don't want to go to the extra effort of canning it. I have enough space in my freezer to freeze all the jam that I want to make every year. So I prefer the taste and the texture of the cooked jam recipe. And so I prepare it according to the instructions, but then I stop when it gets to the part of canning it and I just let it sit and then put it in the freezer. So how do you know which one you would prefer in terms of like texture and flavor between cooked jam and freezer jam? Well, here's the main difference. The cooked jam recipe is a little bit thicker and it has a sweeter taste to it. And the freezer jam recipe ends up being a more thin consistency and it tastes more like fresh strawberries, which tastes absolutely amazing. It tastes really, really good. But I decided that for my family and the way that I tend to use jam, that the thicker, sweeter jam was a better fit for my family because I'm using jam mostly for peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. So the thinner jam would be messier for my kids. It would spill out of the sandwich easier. And I tend to use jam to sweeten plain yogurt. And so the extra sweetness in the cooked jam recipe just helps sweeten the yogurt even more. So that's how I decided on cooked jam. But really, either one would really work well. They both taste amazing. I just want to encourage you to step out there, give it a try, and don't be afraid to freeze either option that you go with. Okay. I feel encouraged and inspired, Rebecca. Thank you for that. That's so fun. Okay. I'm feeling very empowered that I could make my own jam now. (laughs) All right. The next one on my list has to do with deliciousness over the summer too. Mine, it's the opposite from peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. It's more for grownups. That is sparkling red wine. Although, hey, you know what? If you want to pour a glass of sparkling red wine and have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with your homemade jam, (laughs) more power to you. That kind of sounds like a great summer treat, actually. (laughs) Doesn't sound so bad. (laughs) So I wanted to give a shout out to sparkling red wine. Of course, in the past few years in the broader pop culture, rosé wines have been having a moment. Everybody's been really into the rosé, which is sort of the more pinkish light wine that you might drink during the summer. But really just a classic Sparkling red wine is such a great thing to keep on hand in the summer. Kyle and I love red wine and drink that 
almost exclusively were not big white wine drinkers, but you know, in the summer you want something a little bit lighter. And so I wanted to give you guys a good tip if you've never bought a sparkling red wine before and you're feeling a little overwhelmed walking into the wine aisle at your local grocery store or here in Oklahoma, we go to the liquor stores a lot to get wine. One thing that I found as I was doing a little bit of research is an article from Bon Appetit from a couple of years ago, actually, they were talking about how to pick a really nice red sparkling wine. And one of the things they talked about is that you want to kind of look for a more dry red wine. And if you're like me, I'm like, how do you know if a wine is dry or not? Well, here is a good tip for you. You want to find wines that are around the 11 to 13% alcohol by volume level. So that's going to keep it on the dry side. That lower number means that less sugar has been converted to alcohol in that wine. So it's going to be oh. a dry, it's going to be, yeah, I didn't know that. I mean, I'm happy to drink wine of all different kinds, but I have literally no idea how the chemistry of it works. Or <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Such a dummy when it comes to those things. But so, yes. Yeah, so if you go in to Again, you're looking in the aisle at your grocery store or wherever you're picking up wine from. Look for that 11 to 13% ABV number, alcohol by volume. And that is going to give you the nice, lovely, crisp, dry flavor that you're going for because this is going to be so lovely after you have been out maybe at the beach, if you can make it out to a beach somewhere, or if you have just been hanging in the backyard with your kids. Whatever you've been doing at the end of the day, this is such a lovely treat for yourself to pour a nice glass of this. There are a lot of Italian sparkling red wines. When I'm picking out a new wine or, you know, a new alcohol of any kind, I like to go to a local liquor store. I don't know what those are like around the country, but for a long time, you could only buy wine at liquor stores in Oklahoma. It's only in the past few years that we've been able to buy them at the grocery store. And so I like to go to an actual liquor store because more often than not, the clerks at those stores really do know what they're talking about when it comes to wine. They can point you to the general section that you need to get to and just give you their suggestions and recommendations. And I have found that you can never go wrong with having somebody pull a wine off of the shelf and be like, here, this is what you're looking for. Try it. It's good. You'll like it. So Again, that is one of my picks for summer 2020 is check out a nice sparkling red wine this summer. All right, what's next on your list? Well, Meg just featured a more adult suggestion. And I also am going to suggest something a little bit more adult. <laughs> and it makes Ooh, me a little okay. nervous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I am recommending a book. It is an open door romance. One thing that I have learned from Sorta Awesome is the difference between closed door romance and open door romance. And just to refresh for those who need the refresher, in a closed door romance, you might have all of the buildup to any kind of special intimacy, but then the main action and details all takes place off the page, kind of behind closed doors to be up to the imagination of the reader. While in an open door romance, you are privy to a lot more details about how everything works out. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is an open door romance. Might not be for everybody. It's also a little bit of a scandalous subject matter. Here's the book. It is called On the Island. It is by Tracy Jarvis Graves. This book originally was a self-published ebook that gained so much praise and popularity 
that she ended up getting a print book deal. And it's a little bit older, so it came out in print now in 2012. But the story focuses on, just stick with me, okay? (laughs) It focuses on 30-year-old Anna, who is a teacher. She's at a bit of a crossroads in life, not sure where to go next in relationships and work. And she has been hired to be a private tutor to 16-year-old TJ. TJ, yes, (laughs) TJ had cancer and he missed a lot of school. And now he's in remission. It's the summer and his family is traveling to the Maldives and they have hired Anna to be his private tutor because of how much school he has missed. So rather than holding him back, they're trying to push him through and keep going on with his schooling. And so they've hired this private teacher. However, the plane goes down with Anna and TJ and they are stranded in the Indian Ocean. Okay. They... <laughs> you, 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 you sound nervous. <laughs> I am so nervous right now, Rebecca. <laughs> okay. So they wash up on this desert island. And they are left there, just the two of them, to survive and to make it out. Now, spoiler alert, they are there at least until the point that he reaches the age of consent. And they discover that their relationship has morphed and changed and they have a mutual respect for each other. They have this dependency on each other in terms of needing to survive and not only just physically survive, but the emotional and mental labor that goes into surviving this island. They are so dependent upon each other and their relationship blossoms into something more. Now, the thing about this book, as you're reading it, is there's all these questions of, are they going to be rescued, obviously? And if they are rescued, are they going to both survive? Is one of them going to not make it on the island and only one will be rescued? If they both survive, what will become of their unconventional relationship that started on this island? I would say that just the survival part is a huge part of the storyline. And it is very gripping and a bit suspenseful as to what is going to come of these two, not only in just like the physical realm of trying to survive, but then also this emotional and romantic relationship that blossoms between them. So again, this book may not be for everyone. It is open door, but I will stress again that he does reach the age of consent, which is probably pretty important in terms of this being a book that I would recommend. It was fascinating to read, and I really, I truly couldn't put it down. Okay. Well, I know a lot of people are messing about this book, so I am very curious about it. (laughs) In fact, inspired by you choosing that for your list, I'm going to switch out one of the ones that was on my list originally and tell you that I totally forgot about it until you started talking about this romance book. I wanted to mention another romance book that's coming out this summer. It is called Party of Two. It's by Jasmine Guillory. Jasmine Guillory is an amazing and well-known, well-read author in the romance community. She is also a woman of color. And this is the fifth book in her series that's called The Wedding Date Series. So The Wedding Date was the first book in the series. Then we have The Proposal, The Wedding Party, Royal Holiday, and now this month, Party of Two comes out. And so I have not read this one yet. But I do know that her books are on the steamy side. So again, open door, be prepared for a 
steamy escape if you get into Jasmine's books. But this is about a lawyer named Olivia, and she has moved to L.A. to start her own law firm. Then she, well, meets a man and he's a junior senator. His name is Max Powell. She has literally no interest in dating a politician. Can you blame her? (laughs) But then as these things happen in romance novels, things unfold from there. So again, I haven't read it. I'm looking forward to it. I think that Jasmine's books are so fun. They're really great contemporary romances because they really take place in the real world. You don't have to suspend a lot of disbelief to get into the story. And her pacing is always really good. She writes great characters. So I wanted to give a shout out. Another romance novel, Rebecca and I were laughing off mic. Apparently, I think Rebecca has really found her genre. (laughs) And, you know, hey, I will say this. This is one of the ways Sort of Awesome has changed my life because five years ago when we started this, I would tell you I would never pick up a romance novel. I had in my mind that they were, you know, just the Harlequin romances that with the <laughs> with the racy cover photos. That was what I thought romance novels were. But over time, conversations in our community and guests we've had on the show, I have been persuaded that they can be really fun and really fantastic escapes from the craziness of the real world. So Jasmine Guillory's books are really fun. And I'm very much looking forward to Party of Two, which comes out this very month. It sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's next on your list? So the next on mine is a foot scrubber. I struggle with dry skin on my heels during the summer, and I've used lotions and pumice stones. But I will tell you, Meg, the thing that consistently has helped my feet the most is a foot scrubber from Dollar Tree. (laughs) (gasps) You're kidding. That is so funny. I mean, it's not a miracle worker, but using this thing consistently has made a huge difference in my feet. So the thing is, is that it has three scrubbing options on it. It has a brush to kind of like wipe away the dead skin cells. And then it has these other three options. And so after I take a shower, I grab the scrubber and I use it on my feet over top of a trash can. I do that while my skin is still like really soft and it's easy to exfoliate my feet. And the surprising thing about it is that out of the three scrubbing options that are on this like little foot scrubber contraption thing, the one that you would think would work the least is actually the one that works the best for me. There's a pumice stone and there's another section on the other end that's like a metal grater. I hate to like compare it to a cheese grater (laughs) when thinking about using it on my feet. That feels really, really (laughs) painful and I hate it. So (laughs) please, please help me to know that you're not grating the skin (laughs) off of your foot. Okay, no, it's like much smaller, but it's made out of metal. And the only thing I can compare it to is a metal grater. Anyway. I don't like that one. So don't worry about it. But on the other side of that is more like a file, like what you would expect, like an emery board, like a nail file. And that is the part of the foot scrubber that I actually see the most results from. I would have expected that the one that has the most texture to it and the most grip to it would be the one that would actually do the most heavy lifting in terms of exfoliating my feet. But truly, this like, emery board style file really produces the best results. And I'm really impressed with it. So it's just a dollar from Dollar Tree. If you're going to the store to look for it, it's going to be like in the beauty aisle. And usually I would find it more on the bottom shelf. 
So it's going to be in like a bin with a bunch of other ones. I recommend it. All right. Sounds good. I mean, you can't beat a Dollar Tree find like that. Well, yeah. And if it doesn't work that great for you, you're only at a dollar. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Okay. All right. The next one on my list is one that I am so thankful that I found at a local toy store, kids and baby store here in Oklahoma City called Green Bambino. I actually went in right as they were beginning to reopen retail businesses for us. And I just was like, we need to do a little, if we're going to be at home for a while longer yet, we need to do a little bit of a toy refresh. And so I was specifically looking for things that we could do in our backyard. I have thoroughly been so bottom of my heart, grateful gratitude. We have a really big backyard and have spent a ton of time out there. We always do during the spring and summer, but especially now that we're not going anywhere, we've been in our backyard a lot. And so I was looking for games we could play outside. And I found at this shop in Oklahoma City, but you can find it anywhere, is a set of what's called copter darts. It's by a company called Ogosport. These copter darts are, I don't know, Rebecca, if you have ever played the traditional lawn darts game, I never have played this. I feel like these are something my parents would have been like, no one in our family is playing with darts outside by yourself. I have no idea what lawn darts are. They're for playing outside lawn, L-A-W-N, on the lawn. And you kind of toss them. And the traditional kind were actual, you know, they were darts. They had sharp points at the end. These do not. These are totally safe for kids of all ages, really. I think that the packaging says for kids six and up. And so what you do is you have a little red and white ball that's kind of your target. And then you get these copter darts. And the reason they're called copter darts is they have like this, they call it arrow spin action. They're made out of foam, like these little wings that come off of it. And you toss it and you try to see who can get closest to the target. That's like the basic game that you can play with this. However, you can get creative, imaginative and make up, especially with your kids. My kids have done all kinds of things with these copter darts that were not the original. I gave up on trying to be like, no, see, guys, here's what you do. I was just like, all right, just have fun. Use your imagination. So they're made with soft foam. They, they have a really safe rubber tip on them. And when I was checking out at the store, the woman who owns the store was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad you're getting these. My husband and I, we just play these together. We have been having so much fun with them. I would say this is definitely a game that you could play with all ages. You could play with your kiddos. You could play with your teens. Even if you have no kids, if you're single, whatever, you could take these to a gathering if you're getting together with some people. And it really is fun and totally safe. And just something that is really great for getting together a little game, a little distraction, a little fun. And another great thing about it too, Rebecca, is since they are not actual darts, (laughs) since they have that safe rubber tip, you can totally play them inside too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Everybody knows that the bane of any summer day is when you have a rainy summer day. What are you going to do inside on a rainy summer day? And so we've definitely had a few of those already here in Oklahoma. So we can bring them inside and play inside as well. And again, my kids make up all kinds of games. But if you just want to play a traditional game of lawn darts, I highly recommend these copter darts from Ogosport. And like I said, you can find them anywhere. I'm looking at them on Amazon right now. You could check your local kids and baby store. They may carry them in store too. Great. Such a good idea. So my last one is also for kids and with the intention of trying to help kids stay entertained, give them something maybe to look forward to during this time when we're not sure what we have to look forward to that hasn't been canceled or postponed. 
And that is the 24-hour challenge. (laughs) So two years ago, my kids discovered a trend on YouTube of YouTubers doing 24-hour challenges. And they would be, you know, trying to hide in a Walmart for 24 hours. Maybe they were spending 24 hours in their bedroom closet or in a bathroom or something like that. And my kids decided, oh, this sounds like so much fun. Let's try to replicate this by spending 24 hours in our bedroom closet. So Grace and Noah did this. And it's crazy. It's a little bit insane when you think about like your elementary age kids or younger or older choosing to spend 24 hours in such a small confined space. But I got to tell you, when there's nothing else going on this summer, this just might be (laughs) this just might be the excitement your family needs. (laughs) So my kids have actually done this twice. If you go to my Instagram profile, I have the highlights from last year's challenge still saved there that you can watch and see how it all goes down. But let me just give some recommendations for this. If your kids are thinking or you want to suggest your kids trying this, perhaps in their bedroom closet or maybe in a bathroom or playroom or maybe everybody piles into one bedroom or maybe even it's a 24 hour tent challenge out in the backyard or something like that. I really recommend establishing some rules to set yourself up for success. (laughs) So these are some of the rules that I would recommend. Number one. If they need something that they forgot, they have to go get it. There is no yelling at mom to gather supplies. Like, yes, you can leave the tent. It's okay. Go get what you need. You can leave your bedroom closet to go get this item across the bedroom that you want. I'm not going to be there to serve on you hand and foot of all these things that you suddenly discover that you want to have with you during your challenge. Also, YouTubers, some of them were doing these like timed bathroom breaks where they literally only had like two minutes to get in and out of going to the bathroom. I put my foot down to that with my children and then I said, Uh, no. (laughs) uh That sounds like a disaster. You may go to the bathroom and take as long as you need to get that job done properly. We're not going to be timing that. Another rule I would have is that you can stop at any time And any of the children are allowed to stop at any time without being harassed by the other children. Oh, you're ruining the fun. No, it's okay. If somebody wants to stop, you have to let them stop. Also, I would recommend if your children are going to do this inside versus like outside in the backyard in a tent or on the deck or something, I would recommend planning an outside break. I mean, it's going to be good for them to actually just get outside unless they're like Mm -hmm. teenagers and they're like, no, I refuse to go outside. I live inside now. This is my life. (laughs) as some teenagers might be. (laughs) It's still going to be good for them to like go out and like run around. And like, that's okay. The main point here is to encourage them that if they want to plan to take a break, like that's 100% okay. And then my final rule that I set up for my children is if you decide not to sleep in your bedroom closet and you want to move to your bed, you get up and you move to your bed and you don't wake me up to talk about it <laughs> or to ask for help. Mm-hmm. You just get up yes. and you move. <laughs> Guys, it's silly. It's goofy. It's a little bit crazy. They might not last the full 24 hours, but it's guaranteed to provide some excitement and buzz in your day when maybe there's not much else going on. So give right. it a try. Yep. I could see kids having a super fun time with this. I mean, truly, 
And again, like you said, what else are we going to do? What else are you going to do? Eat breakfast in your bedroom closet. Why not? I mean, come on. Take the portable DVD player or your iPad into the bedroom closet and watch a movie there. Honestly, it makes the house a bit quieter every year when they do this challenge. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty brilliant right there, Rebecca. That is brilliant. Okay, good stuff. Good stuff. Okay, the last one on my list for this summer is for the ladies only. Okay, so tune in for this. I just discovered not a brand new company. It's brand new to me. The company's been around since 2014. It's called The Honeypot Company. I discovered this on a list of Black women-owned businesses that we shared in the Hangout group. And so The Honeypot is plant-based feminine care. Now, you know that we love a woman-owned company around here. And I am definitely looking for ways to strategically spend and support Black-owned businesses right now. Well, this just happens to come at the intersection of all of that with something that I've been deliberating doing for a long time. But before I get to that, I wanted to tell you that the founder's name is B. Dixon, and she writes on the website that she suffered from bacterial vaginosis for months. An ancestor gave her the ingredients to heal herself in a dream, and she created the formula for an effective, clean feminine wash. It worked so great that she went on to develop a whole line of products for all things feminine care. So she has a line for mommies to be. She has a line that are just, you know, like the cleansing products. She has refresh and rejuvenate kind of products. And all of it is plant-based. All of it is, you know, like recyclable packaging, just all the responsible things that you would want in a natural approach to care for yourself, ladies out there. So here's the thing. This is fascinating to me. Now, I do not like to wear pads personally, my personal preference, but she has created pads that are pesticide-free cotton, but they're also, Rebecca, infused with essential oils. Oh, yeah. She writes that it creates a cooling effect that can help with cramps and discomfort. So it has like lavender, rose, aloe vera, mint, all of these essential oils that are designed to really make you feel a little bit more refreshed reduce any irritation that you might have normally had with pads in the past. So she has a line of those. She also has organic tampons in her feminine care line, but she also has a menstrual cup. Now, Rebecca, this is a product that I have been deliberating for literally years. Everybody that I know that uses a cup is like, I will never use anything else again. I love it so much. It changed my life. I'm just so terrified, but I feel like this might be the summer that I give it a try. First of all, again, not going anywhere. That's one of the things that I get so nervous about a cup. You know, like how do you deal with it when you're out and about, right? Right. Yeah. I have one. I've only ever used it in the house. I've never actually worn it out of the house. Yes, exactly. So we're going to be home. If there's any way you can eliminate any mess or any, you know, uncomfortable things that you're wearing when you're hot and you're sweaty, all of those things, summer is the time to do it. So I feel like this might be my time to give it a try. The summer of the cup for men. (laughs) In parentheses, maybe, question mark. (laughs) I really do want to give it a try. It's $21.99 on their website, and it does say that you can rinse and reuse it for a year or more. And so I think I'm going to give it a try. This is a company I definitely want to support. And so I'm like, well, I mean, what's the worst that could happen? 
I don't know. Probably something I can't even imagine. Yeah, blood everywhere is like the worst that could happen. <laughs> okay, so I am seeing in the future a, you know, superstars only Patreon episode that is uh, <laughs> sort of awesome's cup testimony story. <laughs> I can see it now. <laughs> I'll share my personal experience. You can share yours. We'll have to see if Kelly Perfect. has anything worth sharing, adding to the conversation. <laughs> I'm sure that people will just flock to Patreon to hear all about it. I mean, honestly, I thought you were going to say we could create for the superstars a live action play by play. Not a video. But, you know, oh, I could oh, record not my a video. Oh, I thought, you, <laughs> I thought you were suggesting a live <laughs> video. <laughs> no <laughs> no just a live you know like play by play like this is how it's going no I won't okay. invite you that far into my life we'll have a little bit of a boundary a little privacy there but truly I mean I think this is a fantastic company and you guys may just want to go check out everything that they have going on over there because if you are into natural approaches natural things for your feminine care and other just like self-care body care type things They've got a lot of good stuff going on over at the Honey Pot Company. So I'm looking forward to checking that out. So yeah, summer 2020, Rebecca. Who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> I can't wait to hear all about it. All right, you guys, that is our list for things to check out for summer 2020. Again, thank you for tuning in. We know things are crazy right now, and we do appreciate you taking time to spend with us whenever you're listening to this episode, honestly. So Rebecca, if people want to track you down, find out more about any of the things you've mentioned today or just check in on you and see how you're doing this summer. Where can we find you all around the web? Well, you can find me. On... <laughs> I don't know. How, why do I always struggle with this part of the <laughs> this show? This is the one part of Sort of Awesome that is tricky for Ms. Rebecca Hoffer. Oh, <laughs> uh, so Seriously, I mean, some of our biggest bloopers have been yes. around me not being able to figure out how to say my Instagram handle. <sighs> okay, whatever. I'm on Facebook and Instagram at Simply Rebecca. I also have a blog, simplyrebecca.com. <sighs> there you go. Oh, my word. <laughs> <laughs> was it so bad? Was it hard? You did it. Okay, you can find me on social media at Sorta Awesome Meg. You can find the show on Twitter at Sorta Awesome Pod. And you can find us anytime on Facebook at facebook.com slash Sorta Awesome. You guys, thanks so much for listening. And we'll see y'all next time. Sorta Awesome was created and is hosted by me, Meg Teets. Sarah Robertson is our assistant producer and production collaboration comes from Kelly Gordon and Rebecca Hoffer. Kelly Gordon is our digital media producer and we are so thankful for the ongoing support from our listener supporters. Music is provided by the band Prager. You can find more of Prager's music at pragermusic.com. To find show notes on this and every episode of Sorta Awesome, and also to spread the Sorta Awesome love to all of your friends, you can head on over to sortaawesomeshow.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. 
With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.